and welcome to our LCI podcast here at Life Church. We are excited for this one. We are here in one place in one accord with our very own special guest, administrative pastor here at Life Church, Jeremiah V. Hill. It's nice to have you on. Thanks for having me, Justin. Yeah, I'm excited for this episode. We've been good friends. We've been in ministry together. We're student leaders, student leaders together. We were uh, we traveled to different conferences together in other yep. states. Yep. We've done many things together. Your wife and my wife, good friends, and I've come to know you and who you are, and I'm excited to get to share this mic with you. But other people might not know exactly who Jeremiah V. Hill is. So how about you take two seconds and just kind of give us a quick summary of who you are and uh, what you're all about. Well, um, like you said, we've known each other about six, seven years, worked together in ministry here at Life Church and, right. and other areas and conferences and all that good stuff. But um, I've been doing ministry about 22 years. Uh, youth pastors, uh, home missions churches, California, Colorado, and Arizona, and glad that God has put me here in yeah. Arizona, and glad for the opportunity to be here. Hey, we're glad you're here. In all honesty, well, you do so many things here at Life Church. I was, we were talking about uh, topics, and I was just thinking about what could I talk with our administrative pastor about here at Life Church. What, what, what would he be something that I would be able to relate with, and a lot of people would be able to relate with what kind of topic that would be. And it would simply be time management. Like you're a very busy person. I mean, you're, you're a father of two kids. Uh, you're, you're a husband to a wife. You own your own business. You are a minister of pastor. You are a pianist here at Life Church. Uh, you uh, used to be a student leader, and I know how crazy busy that is. Um, you are, uh, you, you have so many, th- you teach, you preach, you do so many things here at Life Church and as a ministry. It takes a lot of time management. And, Absolutely. And yeah. an incredible amount of time yeah. management. And I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not perfect. No way. But I thought about this topic, and I'm like, you're you're exactly who I want to talk to about this. And there is a distinct difference between time management and time management as a Christian. Uh-huh. There, there is a specific difference because we are we are managing our time in different ways with yeah. different priorities. Yeah. And so this topic was exciting to me. I want to talk to you about it. Let's just dive deep. Let's go for and it. And let's just start with our first question. Our first question is simply this. Why is time management so important? Well, I think time management is one of the most important things because it's the most valuable thing that God has given us. Mm. Uh, above our life, above you know reaching people, above all that stuff, God only gave us 24 hours in a day. And mm-hmm. he knows how That's long good. we're going to live. Um, it's more valuable than our health, more valuable than, you know, the money we make or, or even, you know, the impact we make because w- we have just a limited amount of it. And when we lose it or when we waste it, it's gone. There's mm-hmm. no way I could get it back. If, if I'm unhealthy, I could eat healthy, exercise, work out, and, and take my medicine and become healthy. Or if uh, I'm tired, I could rest and become rested. But if I lose my time, there's nothing I could do to get that back. So time management is one of the most valuable things that we have because I think we're going to be accountable for that one day. Mm. And yeah, that's true. And I think one of the things with time management is is time management is is so important. Time in general is so important that I mean, even the billionaires that live right. here on Earth can't spend enough to add another hour in the day. There's still going to be 24 hours whether they like it or not. Yeah. So there's there's always this this hesitation about how do I use my my time how 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 do I arrange my life to be able to focus on the things I like to focus on or I need to focus on and how do I achieve those goals when I only have 24 hours within the day or I only have so many hours within my work day or whatever it might be 
and 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 I can I think we talked about this before. I mentioned it a little bit that there is a distinct difference between time management for you know anyone and then time management as a Christian, right? Because you know, let's just dive. What are the specific differences? What why is time management as a Christian so much different? What's different about it? Well, I think regardless if you're a Christian or not, time management, if you want to be successful or make an impact in this world, you have to have a, a, a level of time management. Mm-hmm. You you look up a YouTube video or some kind of podcast of anyone who's successful, whether it's you know Bill Gates, you know Elon Musk, or anybody, they all have this plan of their day. Uh, they're, they're very purposeful of what they do. And I think as Christians, we need to be like that, but even more so because we have a relationship with God that we have to not just maintain, but also share with other people, uh, mm. with the world, which is a great commission of spreading you know, the gospel, of making disciples of people. So as a Christian, we not only have to mirror or uh, make sure we're being purposeful with our time management, but there's an added uh, you know, element to it of the spirituality to, to, to our time management every day. So what are some specific priorities that you would think need to be highlighted when we're dealing with time management? That's a good question. <laughs> right? Hey, that's why it's on the list. <laughs> Let me scroll to that. Hey, great. <laughs> uh, sorry. Because no, I think that when we look at, as a Christian, time management, there are, there are so many things in our walk with God and in our specific ministries, and I, I, everyone has a ministry, whether it's you know on a pulpit or it's behind a desk or if it's you know behind a computer, if it's behind a camera, if it's just you know cleaning up mm-hmm. and, and cleaning up the church. There is always a, a ministry for someone, and when we find that ministry, what are the kind of priorities that we have to engage? I mean, honestly, do we balance a relationship with God? Is that our priority? Should we focus on a relationship with God in those relationships? Should that be what stirs our ministry and produces outcomes through our ministry? Is that because we're so invested in a relationship with God? Yes. So I think when it comes to our priorities, especially as Christians and as thriving Christians, successful Christians, mm-hmm. that's what I think we should all strive to be in our workplace, with our families, with our relationships, and especially with our walk with God. There are certain priorities that, that kind of take place. And you talked about balance, and I think we'll get to that in a little bit yeah. later too. But when it comes to our priorities, uh, you know, I think there's different seasons in our lives. So when I was 20 years old, I was you know, in school, and my priorities were education. Yeah. So I had to make sure I had time for not only you know, work to pay the bills, but also to make sure that I had time to study or not study right. or sleep in hey, you know, or whatever you want to do when you're 20 years old. <laughs> uh, but you, you have that. You, you make those choices of, of what your priorities are then. And then in different seasons of your life, when you're older, maybe you're married, you have kids, you know, your kids become your priority. Yeah. Or if, if, if you're, you change to a, from a youth pastor to an administrative pastor, of course, your, your priorities are going to change from, you know, making lessons every week to, to doing more, you know, things that are, you know, top priority for the church in, in an administrative uh, aspect. Right. So I think it, it's relative. It's not specific to just one person. So I can't speak for everybody, but for myself, you know, in my season of life, my priorities would definitely be, you know, my relationship with God, first and foremost, and then my relationship with my family. Uh, You know, if I can have my relationship with God good and I maintain that, things seem to fall in place with my family, with my wife, you know, some time I spend with her, communicating with her. And then also the time I spend with my kids. Right. And I know that sounds trivial or kind of elementary, but 
I, I forget to do that sometimes. Sometimes my, I, 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 I put my focus on something else and, and my walk with God suffers. So if, if first and foremost my walk with God, then my walk with or my relationship with my family. After that, um, I would even put like ministry in the church as, as a third. Now it's not to diminish any work that you do in the church or as a volunteer in your, your local assembly yeah. or even anything you do with God. But it just seems that when those priorities are put in place first, God, family, and then the church, your work as a Christian in the church just seemed to flow better. Mm. All of a sudden, my kids seem to be more um, tolerant of the time I spend at the church when I've already maintained my walk with them and I've maintained my walk with God. Whereas if it was off balance, I become a hero at church and I'm a zero at home. Well, <laughs> you yeah. know, and that, that, you know, we can't have that. And, no. you know, we've all been in those situations. Yeah. So th- I think that would be my priority, God, family. No, church. that's good. And like you said, you know, every, every time of life has different priorities. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't understand. You know, I went from, you know, no kids to all of a sudden three kids back to no kids. And I've noticed my priorities have shifted uh, drastically sure. over the past, I don't know, year. And so it, it is true. I think one of the, the and we are a testament to experience having to balance our priorities and sure. know what's important and what's not. Um, and that's why time management is so important. I've noticed that if I put a more focus on uh, the, the ministry aspect of the logistical side of it, and I put so much effort in that and I neglect my relationship with God or I ne- regret uh, neglect uh, my relationship with my wife or, or, or whatever, I am losing my support system. Yeah. I am yeah, losing yeah. my foundation, especially in Christ, you know, because if I am, and, and to talk, honestly, I'm losing my point in doing it in the first place. You know, yeah, you we have to focus and we have to understand our priorities. I think one of the most important things to do is identify your priorities. Mm-hmm. Sit down, take some time, get a notepad, get a pencil, write down what your priorities are. I think, I think that's key. us putting it on paper or putting it on the screen allows us to really understand where our priorities are at in our time of life. And then maybe readjust some of those priorities. Say, hey, is this really as important as what I'm making it to be? You know, and, uh, you know, I grew up like you, you know, Christ is always first. Mm-hmm. God is always the head, ho- uh, head of my family, head of my household. Yeah. And then it's family and then it's ministry. And I believe there is an impact when you put those in those order. It, it affects it does. a ministry. It does. Whether for the good or for the bad, <laughs> yeah. however you play it or however much you put priority in. So, yeah, that's very good. And so when – let's – okay, so we've, we've identified our priorities. We've written them down. This is what we have as our priorities in life. Mm-hmm. What are some great ways to stay focused on achieving our goals that we set for ourselves. Right. So I like I like instant results. I like going to the microwave and putting my meal prep in there and it's done in two minutes and then I can eat my food. Okay. And I like, you know, I like going to the gym and taking my creatine and then like I feel the results right away. Yeah. You know, I don't like the long process. And I don't think anybody does in, in all honesty. You know, uh, I was reading something about Elon Musk, and and you know he's 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 got Tesla, he's got SpaceX, and those guys, uh, people criticize him for being lucky, and sure there's an element of luck to it, but yeah. he came back and he said, well, how is that luck when I'm working 16 hours a day, seven days a week for seven years, 
you know, at some point it's not luck. It's it's the time that I'm putting into it, mm. and I think that that really hit home with me because especially with my work, with with things I do for the church and with my family and with my relationship with God, it's these small investments of time that I put together over time, time over time. But it's the small investments yeah. of time <laughs> that that they accumulate. They 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 kind of bundle together, and then they become a large result. Like you can't lose five pounds in in a day. You know, you can't cram that in. You can't you can't do a pull pull an all nighter and procrastinate and, and, and hope to God that, that you'll you'll make the yeah. make it cut. You know. Yeah. I could do that for school. I could even do that for work sometimes. But I can't do that with my walk with God. Mm. I can't you know neglect God for you know months or years and then expect to come to church one day and it's going to be perfect. Yeah. You know, I mean, the miracles happen and God does restore. We're not going to you know ignore no. that. But in all honesty, it's those small amounts of time, like prayer every day, devotions every day, and you put those things together, they all add up. And then when you look back years later, you've built this relationship with these small steps. And I think that's the key to anything when it comes to time management. You know, with your wife or with your kids, you know, you have to invest your time into them. Because kids don't, especially no. kids, they, you love your kids. And, and sometimes you're like, I love you so much, I'm going to work harder for you. And so you kind of push them off to the side a little bit so that way you could provide. But they don't understand right. really what you're doing because they don't spell love, L-O-V-E. They spell love time. They, they spell it T-I-M-E. Mm. And I think Zig Ziglar said that once. And <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah. Or he was. Uh, but, you know, that's, you asked the question, how do you do it? I think small increments of time mm. added up over a long period of time. Great great results that's good no that's true and i think investing uh designated time yeah you know this is my designated I, you know i i i i have a hard time sometimes with with organizing my day um i'm one of those just free spirit i know what i need to get done i'll get it done somehow kind of thing yeah. but it, sitting down making a time frame say hey you know when i get home i'm gonna give this an hour of my attention okay. and then just kind of block it off you know this is in my mind mentally i need to get this done and seeing and i i talked about this on our last podcast you know having a goal board or or something that helps us remind what the the future uh, outcome of my investment is going to bring me and helping that fuel our system to give us the kind of confidence to say yeah i need to set some things aside i need to put my phone on silent I need to, you oh, know, even sure. even in the other room. Sometimes I have to put it in the other room. It doesn't matter if it's on silent or not. I'm going to grab it. So, I mean, just in investing time here and there, but being intentional about it, saying this is what I intend to do, yeah. and I'm going to make an effort to do it. So that's really good. That's true. Um, let me kind of piggyback on that yeah. because, you know, we're talking about adding positive segments of time, being purposeful, having a, a journal or some kind of, chart you know charting out what you're going to do that way you're don't just free free yeah do it freely you know you, yeah. you have to like be purposeful for it but you could also just as easy it is to do that it's easy to neglect so missing one day of prayer is not going to be a big issue for you or missing one deadline is not going to be an issue for you with work or even something with the church but you do that over a period of time then all of a sudden you have a problem it's a and, habit. Yeah, and it becomes a habit. It becomes a problem. And then you don't even realize you have a problem until all of a sudden your kid starts acting out mm. or your boss is mad at you for something. And you're like, oh, I didn't even realize, you know, I've been doing this for months and, and I've been neglecting, you know, my, my duties. Yeah. 
You know? No, and that's that's that actually you know piggybacks to our next question. What are some good indicators to make us realize? Oh wait, something's not right here. Maybe I should sit down and reassess my priorities, reassess my time management. What are some indicators that think, you would think? I think, well, definitely. The obvious ones are like, you know, arguments. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. for sure, arguments. Not yeah. just with your, your spouse, but like y- even your parents, yeah. you know. Something could happen, and there's just one thing like the straw that breaks the camel's back, and you're just, it, it all floods down. Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're mad at you, and you're like, oh, no, what did I do? And you're like, oh, I, I really am a horrible person. Oh, God, yeah. forgive me, you know. Or or you're, you're, you find out you don't really have the favor of God as strong as you used to in years past because, you know, you know, the the car breaks, the air conditioner breaks, or something mm. like that. And, and oh, I'm not trying good. to be legalistic with stuff, but, yeah. uh, you know, you kind of realize, you know, I'm not as close to God as I used to be. When's the last time I prayed? When's the last time I spoke in tongues? When's the last time I lifted my hands and felt God's presence? You know, when's the last time I've been joyful? And you, you, they don't happen, you know, slowly. You Those indicators kind of happen when it's just all of a sudden you fall right. off the cliff and you hit the ground at 100 miles an hour. And Wake you're like, you oh, man. And, yeah, it's like God yeah. slaps you and wakes you up. <laughs> so, right. you know, I think it'd be great if we could figure out how to catch those before we fall off the cliff and fall down. Yeah, and I think that kind of draws back to what we were saying. You know, maybe set up a time once a month or twice a month to just sit down, speak with your wife. You know, are we doing what's right? Do, are we in the right direction? Yeah. Just refocus. Oh, yeah. You know, take some time to re. And honestly, I feel like one of the best ways I've ever had uh, in my life to be able to refocus and put me in the right path in the right place is to find a close place by myself in a dark room and fall to my knees and pray. Yeah. God reminds me of some things. And even stuff that I don't necessarily see myself, because we can be oblivious. Uh-huh. I can I can walk every day uh, to church, you know, turn everything on, you know, do the the church thing, come home, you know, whatever. And I could miss a lot of things that I probably missed throughout the day, and be in prayer and be like, hey, so and so talked to you and, and really had this issue, and you didn't yeah. really come to it in the full effect. Maybe you should remind. So God can remind us. And I think us having a close relationship with God, having the Holy Spirit inside of us, gives us indicators. Say, hey, th- something's not right. You have a bad feeling about it. There's something down in the wrong direction. Let's refocus. Let's sit down. Let's think about this. Let's pray about this. And let's get some guidance on what direction we need to take. For sure. So and I think sometimes we ignore those little hints of God talking to us. Like you said, those indicators that like we feel it. Mm. We feel it. Sometimes, you know, we'll be on Instagram. We want to be on there for 10 minutes, but it ends up being an hour and 10 minutes. Right. And you don't even realize it. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe you at that moment you realize I've been on this for an hour and I've wasted this hour. I'm never going to get this time back. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, we could choose. Well, now I'm going to stop, put this away, and and move on to something more productive. Or you could be like, keep scrolling. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it's it, once we feel those pauses, those 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 little nudges from God or, or, or just our gut, we have to listen to them and be purposeful to get back on track too right and i think the closer relationship we have with god the more sensitive we're going to be about those things our mindset's going to be the right place so that's really good so with time management i know the the key word that's mentioned lots and lots and lots of times is balance yeah right there's a balance to everything you know there is uh as much of a weight on one side as there is the other and hopefully somewhere in the middle we're able to to keep our our weights up so what 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 is a balance in our life? Like, is there a way to judge if something is weighed 
a little too heavy one way and we're pulling from another direction right. kind of thing. Is there a balance to, to time management? Is there a thing to there, that? There has to be a balance. Right. And it's relative. So I can't speak for everybody, but exactly. I can speak for my own personal life. And, and like I said, it, I think it's it depends on the season that you're into. So when, when I was with the youth, I think like once a year, once every other year, um, we would kind of track out what we would do with time. And I had like this little wheel and it'd be like social media. And, and it's kind of like everything you would do throughout the day, food, sleeping, yeah. entertainment, work, studying, you know, praying. Yeah. It was always a little sliver. A little sliver. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, and then in, in each one of those little, it's like a big pie chart, you would write about approximately how much you would spend. And then you would add those all up and it was either one of two categories, a necessity or just an act of randomness. Hmm. And I'm not saying we have to do that, you know, every day or every week with our own personal lives. But at some point we do have to, you know, take a tally of what we're doing with our time. You know, sit back, think about it. And and, and if, you've, if someone's watching this and, and they've never had any time management whatsoever and they've never even thought about it, you know, the best yeah. place to do it just start and take an assessment of yourself. Just do it. You could write it down or you could do it mentally yeah. and just be like, you know what? My, my non-purposeful kind of selfish time management is, is huge compared to the amount what yeah. I'm supposed to be doing. You can get a little shocked yeah, by, by what humbling, you're spending your time for sure. on. You know, there's a reason Netflix does so well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? So, so. <laughs> my kids have the, uh, the little time management thing on the phones, on their iPads. Yeah. It says how much time they spent on each app, you know? Really? And so once in a while, we kind of scroll through it, and we look and see, like, oh, well, you spent four hours doing this. And they're like, I didn't realize my time allowance was gone. And we're like, well, you did use your time allowance today, <laughs> and here's how you used it. I might need a time allowance, to tell you the <laughs> truth. It's humbling to look at those kind of things. It, it is. And I've done it to myself. Yeah. I think we've limited our, our like, social media on, That's on good. the app. Yeah, to, to match what our kids are, so that we could practice what we preach. Wow! But I gotta tell you, you know, just being completely transparent, it's hard because you think, well, I'm the adult, I'm the, I'm the, yeah. I'm the dad. I I could get more allowance time, but you're like, no, I, I really shouldn't, and it happens <laughs> so quickly. You know why I don't do that to my phones? Because I do social media for lectures. That's why. That's why I do it. Right? <laughs> for work. It's, yeah, it's for work. Time. It's for work. <laughs> it's for work. No, that's really good. You know, I I I can understand. You know that there is. There is a balance to everything. There is a way to look at things and say, "Hey, this is outweighing something else," mm-hmm. and and it it's it's true. I, I'm a I'm a pure believer in that fact that whatever you invest your most time into will affect you the most. Yeah. So if you are investing your time in Christ in a relationship with Him, it'll affect you in ways that outweigh everything else. Or if you invest your time in menial things that have nothing to do with anything, it's going to affect you. If you go down the wrong things and, and, and investing in something that could hurt you spiritually or, or, or anything, it's going to affect you. And so what we put our time into is so very important. There's a balance to it all. So, all right. So what we all deal with, everyone who's listening to this podcast deals with it. Can we get burned out? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I, oh, I feel yeah. like that today. <laughs> like, you're always going to feel like you're burned out because it's true. We can get burned out. Yeah. So what are some ways that you have experienced yourself to be able to help you not get burned out or to continue to burn that kind of flame of passion towards what you want to do and achieve, either in your ministry or even your relationships? 
I think, okay, everyone's going to get burned out. That's something all humans are going to experience. Even mm -hmm. when you're doing good things and you're doing them for the right reasons, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Um, and you have all the good motives. God's on your side. But you just, you run out of oil in your lamp and you're just, you have a crash, a mental breakdown, you get anxiety. Or you just, you don't see the results right away. Like, that's the thing for me. I want to see the results right away. Yeah. And I don't see them or I'll, I'll, I'll at the beginning of a project, I'll say, okay, three months from now, there should be positive results from what I'm investing my time into. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of five months, I don't see those results. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm behind schedule here. I'm, I'm losing I'm losing out on this. Like, yeah. I'm burned out. I don't want to do this. But at the same time, you have to look at the priorities of or, or reassess why are you doing it. Are you mm. doing it for the wrong motives? Are you doing it for... Um, self-gain versus spiritual gain are you doing it for god's kingdom are we doing this just for us uh sometimes i feel and i, I felt it in my own life even this year just making the transition to what we're doing uh, as an administrative pastor um I, I was i was getting burned out mm. and we were doing all this extra work and i was trying to make it you know make things fun and exciting and, and here i am a middle-aged old man you know and i'm trying to be as cool as a 16 year old and you have to you know see the writing on the wall sometimes and be like you know this burnout isn't necessarily a failure but sometimes god is just transitioning us into something different mm. and i think sometimes those moments come when you don't want to let go of something. So whether it's, you know, the media team or, or you, we were on life parade, I'm playing the keyboard. And, and it's not that we're not called to those areas or we're not called to help in those areas, but sometimes God's calling us to go somewhere else deeper and, mm. and, and, and more into the kingdom of God. Sure. And, and it's not to diminish what we've already been doing, but sometimes God wants us to go somewhere else and we feel that burnout. And sometimes... The burnout is man-created, and sometimes I think that burnout or that, that nudge to do something else is, is, is God-ordained, and we have to recognize those things and, and move forward. Right. We need to be sensitive. Yeah, be sensitive. To, 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 to our uh, evidence and our little you know, impromptu yeah. uh, signs that are being thrown out our way. Yeah. And I, I believe that, and, and you know, I've, I've been— a person who has been burned out once or twice in my life. And, you know, I've noticed that the less I have a, a time for myself or, or a break or just my wife and I, mm -hmm. to, 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 that, I mean, literally that is why, you know, companies give you two weeks. Yeah, They know that you're going to get <laughs> burnout out on this job eventually in your life and you need to take a break and you need to take time. So there is, there is something about taking time for yourself, taking time for your family. Um, you, you know, and, and, and just refocus and realign. And I think everything we just talked about, everything we just talked about with balance, with setting your priorities, mm -hmm. with reanalyzing, growing a closer relationship with God, allowing your priorities to be stacked the right way, I think all of it equates to helping you with the lack of burnout. Yeah. And so, and so right. that's really good. I, I really do. I, I think this has been a great podcast I, I believe that there has been something that has been said that hopefully some listener will just say hey maybe i should reassess my priorities sure maybe there should be a, a moment right here and right now where i should get a pen and paper and say hey what am i spending my time on yeah is there something that i'm spending my time on too much that has nothing to do with my future and how it's going to affect me and my family moving forward or even you know down the line if if i'm going to go you know, the right place or not. So it's it's one of those things where we just have to challenge ourselves 
And I think we don't want to do that sometimes. We're comfortable with the way we're looking. Yeah, but we get comfortable. It takes it takes a moment when you're sitting on your couch realizing you don't have a mo- minute in your day mm-hmm. to do anything that you want to continue to do with yourself. And that's when we need to reassess ourselves and say, hey, am I doing what I need to be doing? Am I spending the time where I need to spend the time? And so that's been really good. I, I think, you know, we don't have the answer, no. the specific answer for a specific person. No. But what we do have is things that we've experienced ourselves and how we have worked through that. And I think you've given some great in- indicators of what we should do. I think it's really good for us. And so hopefully something's been challenged to someone today. Sure. I hope so. Hopefully <laughs> someone's been challenged. Well, I know I've been challenged. I've been challenged, about right? It. And so what? It, uh, before we go here, is there a personal challenge or a personal thing that you want someone to be challenged with here today that, that maybe they'll stir in their heart and think about uh, after they turn this podcast off? Yeah, I think the challenge would be to reassess your balance. If you're being burned out, look at the balance. Mm. You know, is it is it too much God? Is it too much family? Is it too much church? You know, uh, l- look at your priorities or your motives behind those things and seeing, uh, you know, what that burn- burnout's coming from. And if if someone like the, I think the challenge that we should all take away is is to start better time management every day. So uh, make a chart, make a time journal, make a personal journal and 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 understand that this week I have these priorities for work, family and church. And how am I going to balance these three things out every day? And you could say, you know what? Maybe I have to wake up at 4 a.m. now. Maybe I have to I maybe I have to sleep until 6:30. Right. <laughs> you know, or maybe maybe I won't get to go to bed until yeah. uh, you know, a little later. So I could finish some of these things or some of these side projects. And and those are important things to consider. So I, I would say start. My challenge to anybody would be to just start and have a prayerful attitude towards it and ask God what to, to reveal to you what, what areas you need to adjust, mm-hmm. reduce, and even amplify. If, if, if you have no spiritual prayer life, amplify that. Start there and write it down. Figure out how much time you're spending doing the non-essential things versus the things that actually do matter and and kind of plan out your day and see if you can stick with it. Because if we're not purposeful with it, it just gets wasted. It just, it just, it's gone. Like, it just evaporates. And like we said earlier, we just can't get it back. Yeah. So uh, there's a scripture in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, 15 and 16. It says, be careful or therefore be careful how you walk. Uh, not as unwise men, but as wise, making yeah. the most of your time because the days are evil. And I think when it says the days are evil, you know, make the most of your time because the days are evil. You know, we're bombarded with what's on TV. We're told what time to watch the news, you know, basically. We're told what to think and what to, uh, uh, you know, feel based off of what we read on social media and all that stuff. You know, the, the days are evil. That's mm. what that's coming from. Be careful how we're spending our time because if we spend our time doing things that are evil or things that are worldly or things that are just normal for the world, we're kind of wasting our time. And if we come against that and we do be we become wise with our time, you know, I think things start to really blossom. Hmm. So be careful. Yeah. Well, and what I would say is just you're never going to go wrong with spending more time with God. No, never. So, so if anything. 
spend a little bit more time getting to know Jesus. Yes. And I guarantee the outcome is going to be greater than the time you have to spend. It will. So, so, so I guess the challenge part would be, you know, spend time in prayer, but yeah. also just read, read the Bible. Read the Bible. It's actually a great book. It is. It, you it know, literally has every either. genre in it. It does. Yeah. 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 It has it's love, cool. romance, violence. <laughs> it has everything. Sadness, happiness. You know, it's got it all. Yeah. But it, it, it speaks to you. Even if you just read it as like a story yeah. at the very beginning, that's fine. Skim mm-hmm. it through the top, you know, you just kind of take it for what it is. But the more you get into it, the deeper you get to it. You could read a passage a thousand times, and it will speak differently to us every single time. And that's God speaking to us, because that's the Word of God. Word of God. Um, there's another uh, verse, and it, this one comes from Job, and, and it's about time. Uh, it's, uh, this is from the New Living Translation. It's Job 14.5, and um, this is where I get scared. It says, uh, you know, he's talking to God. He says, you've decided the length of our lives and how many months we will live. And we're not given a minute longer. Mm. That's scary. Yeah. Because I don't want to be accountable one day. And God says, why did he spend so much time on Instagram doing (laughs) nothing? Right. When you could have prayed. Could have prayed. You could have prayed. You yeah. kind of read the Bible. Oh, that's good. And um, I think for me, that's that's kind of a personal thing that I've been convicted with recently. I think all of us need to do it. <laughs> all more. of us, yeah. No one's perfect. No, but uh, that's really good. That kind of hit home for me, so I just wanted to share that. That's good. No, hey, appreciate having you on. It's been a great episode. I've really enjoyed it, and so hopefully something has been mentioned that is going to impact someone here. We want to say thank you so much for joining our LCI podcast today. We hope that something today in the conversation ministered to your heart. And if it did and you enjoyed it, be sure to share with your friends. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time a new episode is uploaded. Also, if you're listening to this, be sure to give us a follow. That way you're notified as well. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We're looking forward to the next episode and God bless.